Nights with Simon Lim on 1FM 91.3. Night Call with Simon Lim. Tonight on my show, my special phone-in guest is Dr. Vyas Prasad from Nuffield Medical. And if you're a frequent snorer when you sleep, you'll be able to learn about snoring and the kinds of treatment available for mild snoring to severe obstructive sleep apnea. Welcome to my show, Dr. Vyas. Hi, Simon. Now, Dr. Vyas, is snoring common? And would you know the percentage of adults who snore? Ah, uh-huh, that's a good question, Simon. I snore. That's what my wife says. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> and and uh, hell has no fury like a man who snores next to his wife. <laughs> Probably about 25% of adults snore. And about maybe 15, 10 to 15% of children snore regularly too. So snoring is pretty common and that's just loud snoring. So if you imagine what medium and softish snoring is, it's a lot more than just 25%. So snoring is really pretty common and it's a social nuisance, Simon. Why do some people snore? The basic thing about snoring is that it's a noise and it's a noise that happens when you sleep. So you've got to be asleep to snore. You can't be awake and snore. And noise is effectively a series of vibrations. That's what creates sound. Mm -hmm. So something's got to be vibrating. And as the air escapes from our lungs through our windpipe and our voice box, that air, if it were to move up in a very smooth way through the nose, doesn't cause snoring. But if it doesn't go through the nose or it goes through a blocked nose or it causes structures in the throat or in the mouth or the oral cavity to vibrate, that creates what we call noise. And that noise is called snoring. So tonsils, the tongue, the soft palate most commonly, and of course, the blocked nose, which contributes often to this problem. That's what causes snoring, really. And are certain people more prone to snoring than others? Well, I'll take that question with uh, two groups, adults and children. In the adult category, often as we age, we start to snore. Some of us put on weight. It's inevitable. It's a good life, lots of nice food, etc. And so weight gain is one of the reasons for snoring. Age, the laxity, the tone in our muscles of our throat that starts to weaken, starts to become more lax. So that causes a greater level of vibration. And in children, well, children are often born with structures in their mouth and the back of the nose that help with their defenses. These are called the adenoids and tonsils, part of the immune system. And they can be quite large in some children. And these structures cause snoring because they vibrate and they cause blockage of the nose. So that's why certain people snore. Dr. Vyas Prasad is my special guest this evening and he's from Nuffield Medical. So, Dr. Vyas, don't go away. I won't, Simon. Nights with Simon Lim on 1FM 91.3 Night Call with Simon Lim. This evening, my special phone-in guest is Dr. Vyas Prasad at Nuffield Medical. And tonight, you can learn about snoring and the kinds of treatment available for mild snoring to severe obstructive sleep apnea. Now, Dr. Vyas, take me through a patient's journey at Nuffield Medical where you identify and, you know, assess their snoring. Sure, Simon. Uh, Let's take an adult, 40, 50-year-old male adult. Uh, He's been snoring quite a bit, affecting his relationship with his uh, partner, spouse, etc. And uh, has been finally forced to see a ear, nose and throat surgeon. So when he arrives, he's given a form usually to fill. And this is a uh, self-administered questionnaire called an Epworth Sleep Score. 
It just basically gives us an idea of whether or not there are any issues associated, not just alone with snoring, but also associated with the potential for other problems like sleep disorder, breathing and sleep apnea. Mm -hmm. The weight and height of the patient is taken and the body mass index is measured. And the body mass index for those of you who are unaware of it is basically a fraction of your weight divided by the square of your height. And it gives us an indication amount of excess body fat that the uh, patient has. Then I see the patient and we discuss the issues associated with snoring, whether or not they affect uh, the partner, whether the patient actually wakes up, etc. And this is effectively what we call history taking. So a thorough history of lifestyle, uh, habits, smoking, alcohol, exercise, stress at work, when they eat, when they go to bed immediately after, or do they have a break? All these things are ascertained. And thereafter, the patient is then informed about what a ear, nose and throat examination entails. And effectively, by the nomenclature, we will examine the ear, nose and throat because they're all related. But specifically for snoring, we look at firstly the patient without actually putting anything on them, not laying a hand, looking at their jaw, looking at the structure of their neck, looking at their nose, because all these anatomical features can contribute to snoring, funnily enough. Thereafter, we look inside the mouth, look at the tongue, the position of the tongue with the palate, and inform the patient that it would probably be useful as part of a thorough examination to pass a scope, which is really a floppy-like tube, no different from a rather thick strand of spaghetti with a light at the end of it and the camera. And we examine both sides of the nose, the back of the nose, the start of the throat, all the way down to the base of the tongue and the windpipe of the voice mm -hmm. box. So that's basically called a nasendoscopy. Now, what are some medical treatment options available to adult patients to treat snoring? The word medical, one often uh, associates with the word medicines, and that's not actually true. I probably use the term non-surgical. Weight loss, of course, if there's weight to be lost, of course, if you're very thin, then how much more weight can you lose? But weight loss has a significant feature in improving these conditions, so we would certainly recommend that. Also, perhaps certain habits, lifestyle choices, cutting down on alcohol, reducing smoking or cessation of smoking. The position at which the patient sleeps, so positional therapy actually helps. Most people tend to snore much more loudly when they're lying on their back. So it's worthwhile considering whether or not they can lie on the side and helping them. There are certain adjuncts that can help. You can place a ball on your pajama or a wedge just to try and move yourself to the side. And that makes a vast difference to snoring in certain individuals. Nasal strips, you've probably seen them in athletes, these breathe right strips which they place over the nose. That can help patients with issues with the nose, perhaps if they've had some blockage in the nose or an element of valve collapse. And of course, treating other underlying conditions, usually with the nose, such as allergic rhinitis. Patients have allergies and they can't really use their nose very well, well perhaps it's worth correcting them or maybe they have anatomical issues. So these are things that I believe are medical ways that we should consider prior to engaging with any form of surgical treatment. And coming up, some more questions for Dr. Vyas Prasad at Nuffield Medical. Uh, could you just give us the website of uh, Nuffield Medical? Yes, it's www.nuffieldmedical.com.sg. Nights with Simon Lim on 1FM 91.3. Night Call. With Simon Lim. On the line with me is my special guest, Dr. Vyas Prasad at Nuffield Medical. Now, tonight you're learning about treatments for mild snoring to severe obstructive sleep apnea. And, Dr. Vyas, when it comes to children, why are certain kids more prone to snoring than others? 
Well, Simon, children tend to have large tonsils and adenoids, and that's the commonest reason why they tend to snore. There are other reasons why children can snore. They may have certain congenital anomalies and genetic factors that predispose them to snoring. The child with moderately enlarged tonsils and adenoids who doesn't usually snore can suddenly start snoring because they've picked up a cold or COVID or whatever. Those are the common reasons why children snore. Parents or grandparents may want to know if their kid's snoring can be cured, so talk to me about this. Medical interventions usually involve trying to treat the nose. If children have allergies, and allergies are very common in mm -hmm. Singapore, certainly to dust mite, and uh, if that's the rationale for the nasal blockage, then it's best to try and treat the cause. And so those medical treatments are usually aimed at improving the nasal passage, reducing the load uh, caused by the allergens, and often the treatment involves the use of intranasal steroid sprays, avoidance therapies, uh, antihistamines if they've got other symptoms. So those are the main medical ways of treating children, trying to treat the nose. Uh, of course, if you happen to have an infection, then we treat the infection with antibiotics, assuming they're indicated. But most children who have problems with snoring, secondary to nasal conditions, will be treated primarily as the nose and then thereafter we see how things go. Dr. Vyas, there is surgery that involves making changes to one's digestive system to help them to lose weight. So will losing weight help treat snoring in adults? Absolutely. I think weight gain is one of the uh, most important features that contributes to snoring. And so weight loss would uh, inevitably be one of the most logical things that would advocate if possible. And if this is possible with dietary restriction, exercise, then that would be the best way to go. And there are, of course, uh, certain individuals who have much bigger problems with weight gain. These problems could also be associated with other medical issues such as high blood pressure, diabetes. And in certain uh, individuals where indicated, then there may be a role for what we call bariatric surgery or weight loss surgery. Dr. Vyas Prasad is my special guest this evening and he's from Nuffield Medical. We'll be back in just a bit. Nights with Simon Lim on 1FM 91.3 Night Call with Simon Lim. This evening, my special phone-in guest is Dr. Vyas Prasad at Nuffield Medical. And tonight, 1FM 91.3 listeners have been learning from Dr. Vyas about snoring and the kinds of treatment available for mild snoring to severe obstructive sleep apnea. Now, Dr. Vyas, they say that doctors have very organized thinking and are very multi-talented. So is this true of you? Well, Simon, of course, if you, if you insist on calling me multi-talented, <laughs> I'll take it. You know, thanks a lot. And, you know, of course, you know, I've got extremely logical thinking, but if you ask my wife or some of my friends, they laugh at you. <laughs> but no, I think that we all work in a algorithmic manner. Mm. I think the uh, medical field requires that sort of process to be able to first handle the information that has been transferred from the patient to us and then work out what is the uh, potential diagnosis and what is the way to go about managing the situation and treating the situation based on uh, the uh, appropriate diagnostics. So yes, I think that you know you need to have a certain structure. As for many talents, well, I think uh, we're not the only group of people who are multi-talented. I think uh, there are no shortage of multi-talented people uh, that you and I, I'm sure, have met in our lives who are not doctors. 
I think that medicine is, of course, a vocation and a calling, but there are also many other things in life that if we make an effort to engage in and engage in well, makes us more human and uh, allows us to relate better to our patients. Uh, if you happen to have a penchant for, let's say, a sport, uh, maybe hockey or football or rugby or whatever, and uh, you happen to have a chap who's just uh, broken his nose in a game, you can understand that. So I think mm -hmm. that, you know, it's important to be uh, broad-based and not just purely focused on uh, one's profession. And before bedtime, what do you usually like to read? Ah, well, um, I like reading the bedtime stories to the children if they allow me, but they prefer the wife. Okay. But besides that, besides, and you can understand why, I probably put them to sleep with my monotonous voice, <laughs> but that's useful. Uh, I like reading The Economist. Uh, used to love it in print edition, but I think it makes far more sense to now have it electronically on an iPad. So I catch up with what goes on. And then the other thing which I like reading about is about wine. I have a fascination for wine, both reading about it and collecting it and enjoying it with friends and family. And when it comes to self-reflection, reflecting on life itself, what's your idea of happiness? Uh, I think it's difficult to be happy with people around you who are not. So I think a lot of happiness is actually reflected through the other people around you who hopefully you bring happiness to. And that includes, and it's very important, uh, not just the family and uh, your friends, but actually the people you work with, my staff, my nursing staff, people I operate with, etc their genuine happiness. So yes, I think happiness is something that comes from others reflecting it upon you. And can you leave my listeners with a message pertaining to tonight's topic on snoring? Well, snoring is uh, not the end of the world. It can be uh, from a point of view of the nuisance you're causing to the people around you. But uh, there are treatments and there are options to uh, manage snoring. And uh, if this is becoming a problem for you, please seek the attention of a doctor. Your general practitioner would be the first port of call. And ear, nose and throat surgeons do manage snoring and also certain other conditions related to snoring, such as sleep apnea and sleep disorder breathing. So please don't ignore it. If it's causing problems, uh, seek help and we're here to help. And Dr. Vyas, how can my listeners reach you? Uh, my name is Vyas Prasad, V-Y-A-S-P-R-A-S-A-D. You can Google search me. I work for Nuffield Medical and ENT. Uh, and uh, you can uh, look me up on www.nuffieldmedical.com.sg and uh, I'll be very happy to advise and help accordingly. Thank you so much, Dr. Vyas, for being part of my show. Well, keep being an inspiration to others. Thank you, Simon, for this lovely interview and the opportunity. Nights with Simon Lim on 1FM 91.3.